þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. When I saw the trailers for Tom of Finland, yeah, that was the it. one bit I couldn't get over was the Finnish uh, language. So Tom of Finland is a Finnish, uh, he is a Finnish artist. Yeah, and uh, you know about his life, right? I just know he draws a man with tight pants and, and large peen eye. Large peen eye. He was a war hero. Right. He was a fighter pilot, I believe. I may be uh, incorrect. Uh, but he uh, also was an, a talented artist and a gay man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, had a fetish for guys in leather. And, yeah, he's a very talented artist. And uh, the movie, which I believe is probably available, we should watch it together. Yes. Yeah, um, is is about his life and how he faced a lot of persecution, uh, and that's why I think that's why he went to America. Why is always people persecuting gays? Ah, uh, Jonathan, just, why? We're just better. Yes, that we are we just. <laughs> We're just better. Just better. We're just better. So, uh, so the people who are persecuting gays, they just want them to not be as good. Yeah, because we're so because you know we. Is it like when uh, it's it is like with the, with the bad queen in uh, Snow White? Yeah. Yeah, where she's mirror, Go on. mirror, I... mirror on the wall. Who is mm. the fairest of the wall? You know, she never said that. No, I know. Yeah. She said magic mirror. Magic mirror, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, a it's mirror... the Mandela effect. It's the... <laughs> what? What does that mean? Oh, okay. So it's it's called the Mandela effect. And it's, it's when um, hundreds of thousands of people have a memory that's not correct. Right. And it's based on the fact that... Like, look, when... look I am a father. Yeah, but it's based on the, uh, the the name of it came from when Nelson Mandela died. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of people, educated people around the world, were confused because they were like, "But I thought he died in prison," and they had a memory of watching his funeral when he was in prison. It's I a weird... never heard about that. Yeah, and, and that's why it's called the Mandela effect. That's why people think Mickey Mouse is wearing. Uh, there's something he's he's apparently wearing that we all have a memory of, and it's not he's not wearing it, or we'll remember uh, Simbad yeah, in yeah, a movie. Yeah, strap on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, all, we all have that memory. Or we all remember Simbad being in a movie where he's a genie. That was Chuck. Yeah, it wasn't Simbad, but I remembered Simbad. Yeah, but he's called Simbad. 
Yeah, so, so well, so a so genie, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's called the Mandela Effect. It's when, uh, unexplainably, a yeah. large group of people have I've... a memory that never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That is interesting, but... Yeah. Uh, yes, sorry, mirror, mirror. Yeah. Because she says... Uh, who's the fairest of them all? And she finds that Snow White is the fairest of them all. She gets, I cannot have anyone fairer than me. Yeah, exactly. And she uh, has, her, has her murdered. Her. She's Taylor Swift. She's. <laughs> Wait, does, uh, how is that like Taylor Swift? I don't know, because she's, you know, she's like, oh, no, no, Snow White is Taylor Swift. Because yeah. then she just murders everybody and is the victim, you know. So Snow White is the murderer? Well, she, doesn't she kill the queen in the end? Does she? I can't remember. I thought she got sleep raped. That was Sleeping Beauty. No. Oh no, the apple. Yeah. But then how do they defeat the queen? Oh, I've got to to go back to my history books. (laughs) Yes, this one went wonderfully off the rails. We're doing a special episode. Yes, I am an Icelandic person. And I am an Australian. And this is... Australia! I was hoping you would do like a verse or something. Oh, okay, sorry. And how long you could go? There's, and I don't, yes, I they don't. are often very impressed with how, how long I can go, especially people who comment about my uh, sexual uh, performance through mm-hmm. the walls of my apartment. Yes, as we spoke about in a previous episode. In a previous episode. Mm. In a previous episode. It sounds very Swedish. Yes, it is. Previous episode. I will uh, talk with a Swedish accent for the rest of the episode. Did you kind of have this? It's like they're trying to hold the marble in the mouth when they speak. <laughs> when they speak. Yeah. When they speak. Uh, uh, the Norwegians do a very similar thing. Uh, have you listened to. Uh, um, um, I think her name is Margaret Berger. Uh, the singer. The singer from. You know Eurovision. Margaret Berger? From the Eurovision. I saw her perform at a lesbian bar once. Oh, that she was a DJ. Be. Oh yes, she's a pretty uh, lady. I remember I have her song, her Eurovision song, on my iPod. Feed you my love uh, on my iPhone. Uh, yeah, feed you my love. And she says, uh, she says, uh, she says a thing like, uh, "You put a knife into my back. You put a knife to my back. <laughs> yeah, and you dared me to face, to face the, the attack." <laughs> <laughs> That's very lovely. Give me a kiss. <laughs> so when they were in the world, they were like, attack! Attack! Attack, attack, attack them from attack. the back! From the back. Attack them uh, from the back. Ah. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, so we are doing a special episode because we we've been missing uh, out Operation Sex God. Yes, this is Operation Sex God, the episode. Well, or, the, or as I like to call it, the intervention. Yes. And I think this is this is because uh, this is interesting because we are men in our not twenties. Yes, in our not twenties. Yes, I you you will be forty this year. This like next month, next September. Yeah, my road to forty. I feel like it's been very long because I can think of. Uh, I feel like you've been about to turn forty forever. Yeah, I I wouldn't feel 
that way if it wasn't for the fact that it's part of a bit in my stand-up. So mm. whenever I'm doing the glutenscheiße, I break it up with mentioning the fact that I'm 39 years old because it makes it funnier. And the older you get, the funnier that is. Yeah. Like when you're 45, you'll be able to go, I'm 45 years old. <laughs> yeah. So this I'm... is my job. Yes. And I've been doing this bit for seven years. Yeah. You still want more. Yes. Because by then, I people keep, will be watching comedy again. I keep on throwing... I, I always mean to throw away the gluten shies a bit, but I keep on it's adding so to good. it. It's good. It's always new and find new elements. I think maybe one day I can make a whole special just out of gluten yeah. Just like I will do with Hail Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but I understand. I've been adding new shit to Hail Hitler. Yeah, right. As well. Like yeah. I've been adding the whole Baraghetner score so on the twist. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, that's a really good bet. It's tight. Uh, but uh, yeah, I also, I, I was, I did one show. Yeah. I was gonna do, like last, uh, when I was in Berlin, Last year I did, like I, I did a lot of stand-up. But now when I was Berlin, in Berlin, I just did one, one uh, show. And uh, when I came off stage, the um, the host came up on stage and he said, he said, "Wow, he talked about his ass for eight minutes." <laughs> and I was like. Hoo! Can I go more than eight minutes? <laughs> Can I go 12? Can I go 14? Can I do an hour? Can I do an hour on my ass? <gasps> the ass hour. The ass hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is a great title. Ah. Oh. If, oh, I just wish I had come up with it first. <laughs> you you can have my ass hour. <laughs> that's my that's my title. Yeah. You can have the ass hour, and then I can have you can have my ass hour. I will have an. Uh, you can have the hour ass, and uh, I will time it with an hourglass. Because I was toying with one recently called Second Fiddle. Second Fiddle is a good title. Second Fiddle, and it's it's all stories about the much more famous people I've worked with. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It doesn't sound bitter at all. <laughs> the other one I've been working on is I wouldn't date me either. Yeah, 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 yeah. You would really do a lot of the whole self-deprecating thing. Yeah. Do yeah. I do that? No, I think we both do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You comment on society more than I do. I, I think I think in my comedy, my societal commentary tends to be more character based. Mm-hmm. That's true. When I have some my... dark, you have some really dark characters. I know. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. One day they're gonna have their own TV show. <laughs> One day. And I, I did. I did Ernesto last night. Right. Uh, and Oof, there were Mexican Ernesto people. Always makes me sad. There were Mexican people in the audience. Yeah. And, and they told me afterwards that my Mexican accent is flawless. Oh. Yeah. Rats. I was told. I did the Icelandic accent. I did the Mexican accent. And I did the Californian uh, woman, you know, when the the sex offender is knocking mm-hmm. on the door and it turns out he's a vegan. Yeah, yeah. I did all three of oh, those cats. I, yeah. <laughs> I was there when I did like... When it first happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were there when Hell Hitler was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I did all three and I got comments from people from those nations telling me all of those accents were flawless. Right. And I was like, why didn't I do Thai Lady? Oh yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, uh, here's the thing. I've kind of st- sometimes when we're doing it live and we go Thai lady, mm. I kind of hit the brakes for you. 
because I'm thinking, yeah. can th- is this allowed? Because in the whole comedy discussion of the past years, in the recent years, there has been a lot of talk about cultural cultural inappropriation and how us whites can't do accents and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, you can, I, like I always, this is my go-to answer when I asked about this. Mm. You can't do it if your heart's in the right place. Yeah. So uh, you just have to bear your heart, basically. You ha- people have to know I think that so. you're not a racist, and I think that's probably pretty obvious since the Mexicans kind of gave you their kudos last night. They did, yes. and they were like, "That was so accurate." Yeah, uh, but I can't do I, I can't do an accent anyway. I'm still just trying to. I'm still I do, I have an accent. You can do. Yeah, <laughs> I have one. I can't get rid of it. But, but you could you could do Swedish. Yeah, I can, can do. do I, I, yeah, I do the whole bit about the different uh, Swedish accent. Can you speak English with a Finnish accent? Uh, yes, uh, it is kind of it is it is very uh, much uh, more. Uh, uh, accentuated uh, version of the Icelandic accent okay. and they also do it uh, with a lower voice even if the Finnish do not really talk that way oh wow or really talk that way yeah you have to roll your R's and and your L's really talk that way does your voice change <clears throat> okay tell me three sentences in Icelandic right now go hallo yetuhulegur ég er í grænum nærbuxum you have come on a back for Okay, cool. Uh, and now say that exact three sentences in English. Hello, my name is Hulekur. I am wearing green underpants and I enjoy wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I was just seeing if it, because people have told me when I speak Icelandic, I have a different voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't see the difference, <laughs> but no. but you 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 don't. I've but I've noticed that uh, people I know who are Icelandic have a different voice when they speak English to their Icelandic voice. And it's not just the accent; like it's in a different register. 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 Yeah. Well, uh, I, my Finnish character, they, I play them as being like suicidal or or, or kind of just they sound like uh, very dark personalities, mm. and uh, uh, we are the suicide capital of the world. Are they really? I'm not so sure, but it works for my joke. Yeah, I've been thinking about that recently. The thing is, the Finnish people love it. So whenever I go to Finland, I I keep on adding to my Finnish bit. So I have like like 15 minutes about the Finns now. Mm, Nice. Uh, but it's all about how like dark and depressed they are, but which is not my experience with the Finns. But you have to go for the stereotypes in order to get for the pun to the punchline. And also, sometimes if something is sometimes things are funny because they're wrong. Yeah, it's yeah, funny because yeah. it's untrue. It's funny because it's untrue. Yeah, yeah. I only really knew one, and he wasn't the funnest person <clears throat> on the planet. Behold the ravages of age. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But hey, speaking of uh, interesting things, do you know Iceland has the most gyms per person in the world? Really? Mm. I have never used a gym. In Iceland? Ever. Wow, and you're in such tip-top shape. What's your... 
What's your secret? Welcome back to Good Morning America. <laughs> We're here with Hoog Laker Daxon, who says that he juggles family life with comedy with the greatest of ease because of his secret, which he talks about in his new book, My Life is Better Than Yours. Tell us about that, Hoog Laker. Well, uh, the thing is, uh, it's... It's not as easy as you'd think to be in tip-top shape because virgin blood is not... <laughs> it's, you can't find it in stores. It's just, you have to... First of all, you can't just go on the internet and ask if there are any virgins out there. Will virgins please contact me? May I cut your uh, flesh in order to get to your blood? Uh-huh. And often, you know, you have to kind of... You have to end the life of the virgin to make the blood more potent because that makes the sacrifice to the dark lord mm, the an fear. actual sacrifice. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have like people offering their bodies to me because then it's not real sacrifice. Mm. Because there has to be, like you said, the fear. Yeah, we've all been there. I have an eternal contract on daytime television. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I, I, we, we decided, well, I decided, uh, we were going to do an episode on our bodies. Yes, we're going to do an episode on our bodies. That's an interesting. You just suggested this a uh, few minutes ago. And uh, yes, I think it's a very... Because we have had this... We have had in the past this whole segment of Operation Sex God. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, well, I met a friend of mine, a female friend who had lost uh, some weight. I noticed, and I really noticed things about my friends. You, Yeah, that is a big thing. Yeah, and I noticed, Alex, did you lose weight? And she said, yes, Operation Sex God, the female version. And I was oh. like, oh, oh, good pull. Uh, and, uh, nice recall. Nice recall. Yeah. <laughs> she just stopped eating candy. So that was it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That sometimes pisses me off when some all someone has to do is just eliminate one thing. But it is a simple thing, but it's also a hard thing. Yeah, like the penis. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because it, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's untrue. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. Now. Uh, uh, while I'm uh, while I'm the, my mind is there, I want to uh, uh, add, uh, promote a, a new T-shirt uh-huh. called, uh, from on the Daxon page, Daxon.com, called Erectile Sith Function, which is oh. a picture of Darth Vader with an erectile dysfunction. Oh. Uh, it's a, it's a funny thing, but don't tell Lucasfilm. Uh, well, don't tell Disney because I'm probably not allowed to do it. Yes. I'm in trouble now. And uh, while we're plugging, I now have a range of t-shirts with Bruce the Angry Bear that delightfully say, I don't have feelings, I eat them. And they are available at gayiceland.is in the store. I will have one of those t-shirts, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's on its way. But yeah, we're talking about our bodies today. Yeah. We are talking about our bodies. (laughs) Welcome back. We're talking about our bodies. Um, uh, where was I going? I, I like I started the whole uh, thing. Your friend lost weight, and you yeah, noticed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, she, she gave up candy. Yeah, yeah, she gave up candy, and it's that's what I'm told. That's what the internet said recently. Although the internet changes changes its mind a lot, mm. but it said the internet said, "Hey, Hulagur, 
It's 80% diet and 20% exercise. It is. It is, though. Yeah. It's 80% diet, 20% exercise. Yeah. Which is because I... Exercise gives... I like exercise, even if it's hard and difficult, and I rarely want to do it when I start doing it. But once you start, have started, mm. once you're running up that hill... Running uh, up that hill... Uh, as, uh, as Miss Bush would uh, uh, say... Get them to switch our places. Um, then, uh, once, you, once you're there, it, it really gives you a lot of satisfaction. Does great things for your soul. Mm. That's the helbrigt sál í hraustum líkama. Do they have that in, uh, in the English language? A healthy soul and a healthy body. Well, yeah, it, it's yeah, there's a there's some variation of it probably out there, yeah. and. Uh, <clears throat> I'm like whenever I whenever I have a running period, mm. uh, I wake like up. Like you just finished. Yes. Yeah. And I wake up with less anxiety. It really does take 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 your anxiety away. And it helps you sleep better at night. It does. It's a it's a great thing to do. Mm. It's and uh, and if you have the right music in your ears, you can actually run for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Once after like. You have to run a lot to get there, though. Mm. I did the whole marathon the other day. Not the whole marathon. You did 10 kilometers. I did 10 kilometers. Which is smart. I will say, having done the half marathon last year, you made the right choice. You're not going to get bleeding nipples. You're not going to get stress fractures in your feet. You're not going to think about shitting yourself. Yep. 10 kilometers is enough. I will stick with my 10 kilometers. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I didn't... I really have a point. You say something. Uh, I was going to talk about uh, goals. Yeah? Oh, or, or really... Uh, uh, the, well, here's the thing I've noticed, because I, I'll get to something I, I want to start soon, mm-hmm. uh, but which is something I've talked to you about for a long time. Um, but what I've noticed in my research for this thing I want to start soon is... Men don't talk about hating their bodies very much. Yes, that's because uh, there is practically... There is... Compared to the whole uh, female experience, there is practically nothing in the Western media media that teaches us, Mm. that reminds us of the... uh, that our bodies... uh, We should be ashamed of our bodies. For straight men. For straight men, mm. I don't know. I don't know how it is in the the gay uh, 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 in the gay world, but it is awful. Really? Yes, it is terrible. Because I, my mind often when I think think about this, my mind often goes to the late nineties, early noughties sitcoms, mm. which were uh, fat white guy with a hot wife mm. there were like three or four of those shows everybody loves Raymond king of queens <clears throat> yeah Raymond wasn't that fat though yeah he was just ugly now come on no okay he was an average looking guy who sounded th- like Kermit the Frog <laughs> <laughs> oh damn <laughs> I'm Ray Romano <laughs> and his brother was more Frankenstein like so he wasn't allowed to be in a happy relationship <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, but that's. I think that show was actually very good. I, yeah. It had um, the mom and the dad. Doris Roberts, bless her soul. Oh, they were really funny. Mm. 
and uh, I've seen uh, I've seen Ray Romano do actual stand-up comedy, and it is good. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, his brother used to work at TGI Fridays, as in the guy who played his brother. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw in an episode of My Life on the D List with Kathy Griffin. He's a friend of Kathy's, and they met uh, when. Uh, when they were first starting out doing stand-up and he was working at TGI Fridays. Wow. Yeah, and hated every second of it. Well, you would. Yeah. <laughs> I ate at TGI Fridays the other day. I was... Uh, where it's always Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure felt like Friday. <laughs> uh, I was doing this uh, radio show with... Uh, like, there was this radio show in uh, Garðabær. Mm. I took a cab over there. Garðabær is... Uh, is, uh, for those who have never been to Iceland, it is not Reykjavik. It is next to the town that is next to the town to Reykjavik. It's it's where the rich people live. Uh, yes, it's called Garden Garden Town. Isn't that where the president lives? I don't know. I do not know. Oh, you think like... The Bessestad. presidential house. The Bessestad is close to Galabar, but yeah. I'm not sure if it's part of But there's Galabar. a lot of big houses there. I do not there. know, and I frankly do not Don't care. care. Frankly, but my dear, I, I love you. Let's remarry. Uh, I did this uh, radio show uh, which had these three girls who were great hosts, mm. I gotta say. Mm. They gotta have you on. They are fans of this podcasting. Are they? Shout out to uh, the, that show that's called E Essen. The Essence. The Essence, yes, it's called The Essence. The Essence. Essence. Yeah. What? Like, like sour? Sinner means sour, right? Uh, no, Essence means, uh, it's, uh, it means that um, to be in Essence, mm-hmm. to be in a really good mood. Mm. And uh, I think it's called that. It's called the S in it with three S's, and it's called that because they all have names starting with, with an S. S. Yes. And they're on Kiss FM. Yes. Nice. Nice. But you, you said you were going to the radio. Yes. I went there, and uh, it was a really fun experience. They had like. Uh, uh, they had a speed round questions and all sorts of interesting questions. They, they, they were just really good laughers. I love that. When people laugh at your stuff, when hosts actually, actually enjoy having you, there. instead of trying to be the Joker, yeah. yes, like we heard earlier today on a certain radio station, yes, and also, yeah, it's 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 much better than going to Harmageddon, where it's pe- people are just pretty much ignoring you. You while said you it, yes. yes, oh my god, no, 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 okay, okay. I know the guys in Harmageddon. I can tell you this. Mauni's a really good guy. But... Uh, <laughs> I can tell you I've been on that show four times and each time I have to reintroduce myself. Yeah. They don't give a shit They about do you. not give a shit. Yeah. But, um... <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, I was there and then a while, I said, while I'm here, I just might as well go to Smaurland. Mm. The, the mall shaped like a penis without some balls. Mm-hmm. And I went there and went to the top of the penis uh, where the hat is and uh, that's where you get to TGI Fridays. And I thought, I had to do some work. So, I, I went, that was the only kind of... <laughs> <laughs> they had free Wi-Fi. Yeah, they <laughs> had Wi-Fi and I had some check and wine. Yeah. And uh, then I wrote some shit over there, and uh, that's my whole TGI Friday story. I, I will say, tell you this. Yeah. Um, I was ordering the the chicken wings, and uh, 
and I asked for uh, as, uh, like they had an IPA which was I thought well, I'll have the IPA mm. and then they said oh no we no longer have the IPA on tap uh, said the waiter and uh, and then uh, I said okay what do you have uh, like we have a good we have a classic and we have and then some guy who was standing behind him like 10 meters behind him said and Bolle <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, I will have Bolly then. And, I, th- uh, and uh, I think it was a manager just standing behind the waiter making... Micromanaging sure. him. Micromanaging. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cute. <laughs> and Bolly. Nice. But, um, nice. Cool story. Yeah, um, thank you. But I... I so, so I've got questions for mm-hmm. you. Do you remember a time as a man... When you hated your body, um, yes, not hated, but yeah, kind of. I remember when I couldn't take my shirt off, mm. and it was the body wasn't that different than it's now. But now I just don't care. What changed? Uh, I think I got more. I think actually, mm. uh, it might sound douchey, but. I think I got more like validation from girls. Uh, then when I thought, okay, if girls want to sleep with me, then mm. why? Then I should. Then then I have n- nothing to be ashamed of. Really. Is is that when you came up with the dad bod bit? Uh, I guess so. I start. Yeah, I came up with the dad bod. Yeah, so all the time I became uh, when the la- in my last single um, era. Uh-huh. In the beginning of my last single era, I came up with the dad bod bit. But also, the dad bod bit just bo- was born out of kind of my feminist views with uh, the dad bod becoming a thing. And I thought, seriously? So we don't even have to try any longer. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad bod bit is basically, yeah, perfect, guys. You just keep on eating your hampers and drinking your beers. Uh, girls, keep on trying. But guys... Doing a great job, not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was kind of the thing, and also then I turned the dad bod thing into a whole incest joke because it's called a dad bod. Dad bod. So yeah. you have to be attracted to something that reminds you of, of your, your dad. dad, which is also it opens a lot of other do- doors about like uh, dad issues and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, especially for twinks with daddy issues. Twinks with daddy. Issues. Twinks with daddy issues. They're keeping the bears afloat. <laughs> um, well, they yeah. don't need to be kept afloat because yeah. they're afloat. It's like it's like a it's a cl- like a slightly less horrific version of the whole uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale thing. I mean, the guys don't have the guys are just on top. Yeah, and they can have their dad bods, but still, that makes them superior because they have a penis, and uh, that's what the, like that's basically where that joke comes from and and all my feminist jokes you know there there is a body positivity movement in the gay community now and what i want to point out is i said there is a body positivity movement in the gay community now Mm -hmm. there never used to be right because in order to get attention as a gay man before you used to have to be skinny or muscly right and it's it's i mean have you seen the cover of gay magazines there are very fit pers- people on front of that. They're all white. Of, all white. Usually hairless. Mm-hmm. Uh, very muscular. Yeah. 
uh, or gaunt, like almost ready for you know the gas chamber. Uh, and and it's it, they're, they're, gaunt, gaunt, gaunt. That's a word. It means it's like when your cheekbones are just sticking out. Right. Yeah. Gaunt. yeah. It looks like a male model. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, like you you look like you need a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some people naturally look that way, so it's offensive to actually say you look like you need a hamburger. Yeah, but this whole the whole episode has been a body shaming in a way because it's called the Thentervention. The Thentervention, yeah, 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 yeah. But, oh, God. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong. We want to be healthier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do want to be healthier. But I would say to you that for me as a gay man... Living with a body that doesn't look like those things is awful. Right. So, do you feel depressed about it? Yeah, I do. So, do you go? Do you like look at yourself in a mirror and like uh-huh. think horrible thoughts about yourself? Well, I've I've <laughs> horrible thoughts about yourself. Like <laughs> I look in the mirror and I think to myself, "You lied in your tax return last year." <laughs> You said those cabs were for for business purposes. <laughs> <laughs> and your navel goes, what the fuck got to do with it? Let's focus on this over you here. You told your mother you were too busy to Skype, but you weren't. <laughs> you just wanted to sleep I in. Mean, that's good, though, if you look at your body... And uh, you don't think a fat piece of shit thoughts. I do because think. that bothered me. <laughs> that did bother me. Uh, like when you like the the, the whole uh, you being a fat piece of shit almost became a catchphrase of yours. It did, and actually, and I, I had... and I started like oh, this. This is getting kind of disturbing. Yeah, I do think that though, and I, and it's something I need to work on uh, because I don't like it's. I don't know how to liken it. Here's the thing. I mean, there are people who are fatter than you and don't feel that way. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it really, like, shines off them. Yeah, yeah If yeah. you are, like, a, a big person, let's, you know, a fat person, I'd hate it when people say big instead of fat. Why? Because it's fat. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being fat. Just let, if you have it's it, it's it's literally fat. Yeah, you're fat on your body. You are fat. It's society that's making that word being a negative word. Yeah, but it's you true. can be fat. Hello, I'm fat. You could if, look at it positively. Yeah, if you own the fucking word, you being fat, you will even make it a very sexy fat. Yeah, I've seen some sexy fat people. Over I'm there. making sexy fat. <laughs> <laughs> And when it's hot, I get a nasty rash. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> uh, but but I, I, I do understand, and I stopped saying it. But, yeah. Um, because I, I had a, a great conversation with a friend mm. who was like, you got to stop calling yourself a fat piece of shit unless you're going to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, and, 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 and it's true. But... Uh, it, uh, it, it's. I, I, I was doing some research recently, and discovered that gay men have almost as high uh, body dysmorphia rate as teenage girls with anorexia. Right. I, I. That makes perfect sense to me because I mean the whole. <clears throat> 
Party Dysmorphia uh, with young girls is essentially mm. because of the patriarchy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, the reason why uh, uh, perfect-looking models are on every uh, fashion magazine cover is because uh, this is what... Uh, well, I, I, this is what people are taught that man would like. Yeah, and um, and of course the world is run by man, and therefore this looks like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the gay world, here's this is just a theory of mine. Uh, it's then you are not only then you are in fact. Want, you are want to be coveted by men, mm. and also you know how men think. Yeah, because you're one of them. Yeah, so that makes gives an extra layer of uh, of uh, self hatred. And I mean, imagine being a gay man at the gym in the locker room, and you see a guy who. And I've I've made jokes about this on stage before. Like it's it's where I'm like I'm not coveting you. I'm not like I want to fuck that. It's like you see a great body and you go, that is that is an attractive body. But then at the same time, you're also like, I wish I looked like that. Yeah, yeah. Which would never happen for a straight man. Yeah, you would never... Me as well. You yes, do. Oh, absolutely. Straight men think that as well. Yeah. But it's not... It, it, it does. It, of course it happens. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of straight men go to the gym. They want to look awesome. They yeah. want to look fuckable. I want yeah. to look fuckable. This is just a, a human thing. Yeah. It's just more with women and gay men. Yeah. It's not the same pressure with straight men. Therefore, I can't get away with the dad bot, mm. and I know that it's unfair. I know I'm being, I'm, I have privilege. Also, I enjoy that privilege, yeah. and I will keep on enjoying it because Go it's for there. It. It's uh, yeah. Uh, I should be ashamed of it, and in fact, I am. And also, I like covet girls for. Uh, I mean, my taste in girls is, uh, in fact, also. A part of me being brainwashed by the patriarchy. Yeah. I'm being told that I... Like, for example, this, I've, I've talked about this recently with um, Thick Sandra. Uh, <clears throat> which is... There's, I mean, I think most, if not... Most men in the Western society mm. find uh, an armpit hair not sexy. Okay. And all... Most girls shave, like like ninety nine point nine girls shave their armpits mm. in Western society mm-hmm. because even they find it disgusting. But it's totally natural. It is very but natural. But we've been taught for more than a century that it's disgusting, and I find it unattractive. But I am, uh, I, I, uh, and I. Uh, <clears throat> But I realized, and I'm in fact on some level ashamed of the fact that I find it unattractive because I shouldn't. Mm. But I've been taught by outside forces. And I think uh, outside forces have taught me uh, to find a lot of other things attractive. So I realized that while finding... I, I mean, I think we're all brainwashed in some way. Yeah. The hair thing is interesting because just the other day I had a shower thought 
mm. uh, where I was thinking to myself, because I, I, I was looking at my own pubic hair mm-hmm. uh, before I went in the shower. I was like, oh, do I need to trim it? Do I need to do a bit of maintenance? And then I was like, fuck it, I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. So I went in the shower, and as I was in the shower, I was trying to think to myself, the last porn I saw, did the guys have pubic hair or not? And I couldn't remember. Right. I couldn't, because for me, I think, when I watch it, I don't notice it. I don't notice whether you have hair or not. Like, yeah. uh, like I know that my boyfriend has pubic hair, <laughs> but I couldn't describe it to you because I don't notice hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you if it is really bushy. So uh, or... that's, so so pubic hairs are not an issue to you for you. For me, I know they are for a lot of people. I think they are for a lot of people. For a lot, like I think though, I think it's changing. I feel like I've heard some segments of the like, whole uh, body discussion where I, I I hear the bush is coming back. Bush is back. I think it's coming back. This oh, is what I, thought, I, I was hoping he would retire. I heard it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I almost made a joke about the band. The band is getting back together. <laughs> yeah, the band is getting back together. <laughs> Bush is getting back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't Gwen Stefani date the the singer from Bush? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm. What's his name? Nineties. It was a different time. It was a different time. Blossom was huge. <laughs> Remember Blossom? Uh, <laughs> the bush is coming back. Yeah, but I, when it comes to pubic hairs, I I kind of I like the whole variety. Do you I, have pubic hair? I have pubic hair. Yes, ah. but I do maintenance as well. Like how how short? Uh, it's sometimes I do nothing, but sometimes just for the kick of it, I do like a, a trim the bush. Yeah, and but I I what about uh, the balls? The balls I shave them regularly. Yeah, because I once like got I've gotten compliments about shaved balls, and since then I go like I'm gonna keep on shaving my balls. Mm. Also, I feel like the balls get more attention if shaved. Mm. I've kind of just stopped all of that. Yeah, but I don't know. I, th- I don't think that when it comes down to it, if I mean, if a girl is dating a guy that would make an issue about her pubic hairs, he could, if he couldn't get it up or he, he would find the, uh, if he wouldn't want to fuck her because he has pubes, that guy is a shithead. Mm. And I would feel that's uh, pretty much the same way about a girl who wouldn't want to sleep with me if I, because of my pubic hairs or the way I, I trim it or whatever. You go to public pools here a lot. Yes. And when you do, there everyone showers in mm. the same space. Yes. Do you have you noticed? Because I've heard our good friend Snowlook. Yes, he has a whole bit about. She it. has a whole bit about pubic hair for women. Because mm-hmm. I never go to the swimming pool because I hate being naked in public. Uh, you know, because of the dead fetus attached to my side. Um, (laughs) (laughs) for a moment I thought that that fetus was supposed to be your penis (laughs) (laughs) but have you noticed whether there is a trend in Icelandic men in trimming Uh, I have noticed men that uh, are totally shaved and Ah, I mean, I, I guess I've noticed the whole range, but uh, 
the fact is that I do take off my glasses yeah. when I'm showering, so I don't really pay attention. Because I noticed when I was uh, trained, because I, I, a year ago, I was still going to world class. Mm-hmm. And the one I was going to, I wasn't inspecting people purposely, but I did notice nobody had pubes. In world class? Yeah. Right. None of the guys. Like, you you just... Because, I mean, they're all... Most of the Icelanders, they don't care. They just... They don't even cover up when they walk to the shower. They're just like, flop, flop, flop. Yeah. And... This the Icelandic And there'd be so many times where I'd be going to... Like, I'd unfortunately get the... You know, the locker that's on the... On the bench level? Yeah. Like, and you have to bend down to get it. And then you have the door open. And then you shut the door and there's a dick in your face. Um, but I did notice that no no one had pubes like and I was like wow like as an Australian I found that interesting because Australian blokes are not really uh, pube shavers maybe it's um, a gym gym thing I mean because you're you're sweating a lot if you're a guy no because uh, if you're a guy who goes to the gym then you're a guy who uh, cares about his whole appearance yeah his whole appearance Whole the whole the whole oh, 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 oh. Oh, God. Uh, and if your guy cares about this appearance, maybe you're part of a school of thinking that uh, uh, approves more to a pubeless genitalia than a furry genitalia. Mm. I mean, um, I feel like our genitalia are it's. It's our, our most personal, like, uh, organ. Yeah. Organ. Yeah. Organ. Organs. So, you should be allowed to do whatever you want with it. If you're going to pierce it, or you're going to tattoo it, if you're going to shave it or not, you should don't allow it. I've heard people shame. I've heard shame on both s- Many sides. Many sides. <laughs> 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 I oh, heard, Trump! Heard I had heard sh- shaming on many sides. I've heard uh, people shaming people who do shave the genitalia, and I've heard people shaming people who, who don't. don't. And I think both is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, because it's your genitalia. And if I want to shave it completely, I should be allowed to do that because it might... I mean, it's... it's you should just to be allowed to do whatever you want with your body. Mm. And, um, of course, uh, the whole shaving of it does come from uh, pornification. Yes. It's, it's there because so that when you're uh, pointing your camera at the penetration... It is more. You can see. You can the see most everything. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, that totally makes sense. Uh, but it's uh, absolutely worth pointing out that porn is often uh, exploitive. That's the word. Exploitative. Mm. Exploitative. Exploitative. Mm. And uh, therefore, uh, the criticism towards that uh, part of porn is totally justifiable. And should keep on should keep on being criticised until uh, the whole porn industry g- gets on uh, on um, uh, a, a actual level of equality. 
Mm. Am I saying words right? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all words correct. Yes, yes. So I mean, I and I think an unshaved vagina is just as beautiful as a shaved vagina. I just, I think the whole fact that there can be a variety is a beautiful thing. Mm. Uh, the fact that some people do shave their uh, genitalia to please another person is. Uh, can can be a sad thing if this not not if it's actually not something that you want to do. Yeah. So if you are someone who doesn't approve of the trimming or however, uh, uh, your uh, your partner's sexual partner's genitalia looks like, mm. you should. It's your problem, not theirs. And you know, like me being in Iceland is the first time I ever had a beard. Yeah. You. I told you why, right? Uh, uh, probably, but I don't listen. <laughs> so, so remember, remember the pictures that surfaced of me recently when someone stalked my Facebook and found oh, a yeah, picture, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, back yeah. when I used to be hot. But back when I used to be a twank, a twank, and a lot of that, a lot of the skinniness, and a lot of the, I was completely hairless. Mm-hmm. Like, no arms, no legs, no face. You were like a, a, an elf from ElfQuest. I, I looked like one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I had no hair on my body, which I removed mm-hmm. all the time. And I was obsessed with being thin because that's what my partner liked. Mm-hmm. He liked... And he never really was like, ah, oh, no, you need to be skinny. But he would comment if I gained weight. Right. Uh, and he once did say to me, you know, oh, you are less attractive to me when you're fatter. Um, oh, that's a lovely thing to say. It's a lovely thing. I mean, honesty is key, right? Honesty is key. Honesty is key. Uh, and, but it, I mean, it even got to the point where he, he didn't want me to be hairy, mm-hmm. but didn't like stubble. Uh, that sounds like a great character. Harry Stubble. <laughs> Hello, my name's Harry Stubble. It's a different time. Um, <laughs> he did like you to be, say it again, to be hairy. So he, but, you know, Stubble, like, after a couple of days when yeah. it's prickly, uh-huh. didn't like that either. Uh-huh. So it w- there was a lot of maintenance that... Yeah, my, yeah. I, it's like the, like the cactopus. Cactopus? Cactus? It's like a... What's a cactopus? A cactopus. That's uh, when uh, it's a vagina... That was shaved uh, uh, a few days ago. And it's prickly now. It's prickly now. Yeah. A cactopus. That's, oh. Oh, because it's a pussy. Uh. And it's like a, oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when the penny finally drops. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't, he didn't like that. So there was a lot of maintenance that Mm -hmm. was involved with it. Um, And when I finally moved to Iceland and I was single, I just went, I'm going to let all the hair grow. Right, right, right. All right. of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I got fat. Yeah, well, you just became a bear. I became a bear, which is also interesting because I didn't know I had become a bear until yeah. other people told me. Yeah, because it's like, it's like maybe there was never a full moon in Australia, but you did. You had to, you had to come to Iceland to realize that you were a werebear. I'm a werebear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know there's a there's a gay horror film? Called Werebear. That's wow. About a twink that becomes a bear during a full moon. Wow. How is that not? How have we? Have I not heard about that? I don't know, but I could download it. We could watch it. Okay. It's probably very tacky. 
It's probably incredibly tacky yeah. and hilarious, <laughs> and would be akin to that night when we watched the the boob movies together. Oh yes, Ooh. remember when we watched the boob the movies? boob movies? When we watched the boob movies together, we were talking about Russ Meyer's movies, which yeah. is a mo- a movies full filled with strong female characters with huge boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, is this. Uh, how should I feel about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're terrible films. <laughs> I just want a motorboat that's strong, matriarch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he was the Joss Whedon of his generation. Oh, God. Yeah, let's not bring that up. Um, <laughs> uh, but here, here's the thing, because we're getting towards the end now. Right, but we haven't even talked about being like, you know, uh, what, what, okay, say the thing, and then we talk about the actual thing intervention. Well, I, I was getting to that. Yeah, okay. I was getting to that, because I, okay, you are a heterosexual comedian. I am. That is what it says on my Twitter page. <laughs> <laughs> And you just you just profess to me that as a straight man you don't have to try as hard to be perceived as attractive. It, yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, yeah, it's the general like consensus. Would you also agree that being a comedian you don't have to be attractive? Uh, well, I, we comedians know that beautiful comedians uh, get more resentment, especially from other comedians, mm. and also people. Uh, are I don't know. Do you feel like? Um, do you feel like? Yeah, attractiveness is. Uh, I is... actually feel it's different for women and gay men in comedy. Okay, so if you have an attractive heterosexual guy telling jokes, he can get away with it. He he can even just. No, change. I think it's reversed. I think I think oh, in, really? in in comedy, I think when he's good looking yeah. and straight. He's he. I feel like he has to work harder, whereas when he's Joe, everybody in straight, mm-hmm. everybody loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. But what I what I yeah, my true. in my yeah. own thirteen years in the industry, what I've noticed is when you're a, a woman or a gay man, yeah, you kind of have to look awful or amazing, right? And there's no middle. What would you? What? Who? Do you have an example of amazing-looking comedian? Well, I mean, or, or attractive, like Sarah Silverman is yes, very attractive. She's she is a beautiful woman. You know, um, uh, even though she's odd-looking, uh, Maria Bamford is still very attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's got a symmetrical face. She's thin. Mm-hmm. She's blonde. You know, it's a sellable kind of thing. She's a pretty. She is a. She's a pretty girl. She's a pretty lady. Yeah, she's a pretty lady. Um, you know, uh, like Kathy Griffin has talked about this, and she's had so much plastic surgery mm-hmm. to look a certain way like uh, you know uh, like name some other female comics other female comics uh, okay uh, uh, Whitney Cummings she's attractive she's a very the, you, you know, and, and she's not very funny um, <laughs> no comment no 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 comment um, uh, <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding I'm kidding uh, but, well but, Roseanne Rosette, well, okay, Rosette here, there you've got a game changer there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she's beautiful. 
Yeah, I was. I think she's a beautiful woman. She also had a lot of plastic surgery. But this is this is something I've heard from a lot of 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 my my female contemporaries mm-hmm. is that that there is a, an immense pressure for female comedians to have this attractable, sellable nature right. in order to be successful. Whereas you can be Ray Romano, you can be Jerry Seinfeld, who wears jeans and sneakers, um, you know, <laughs> and white sneakers that have never seen the street in their life. Um, you know, I want just as a side note. I, rem- I once did a, a, a like ninety minute special, and my sneakers at the time were partially white. Yeah, and there was one. It was the most. It was a really strange question I got, and one guy, like a journalist, he he had he. he, he I could feel that he thought it was a really interesting question. Yeah, he thought so. I noticed that you were wearing white sneakers. Is it because of Jerry Seinfeld wears yeah, white sneakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I asked, "That's your question?" <laughs> that was my counter. Nothing about my jokes. That's your question. You want to talk about my sneakers? You don't want to talk about what I'm wearing? I feel like a woman. <laughs> but okay, name gay comedians. That you feel are doing amazing in the industry? Gay comedians that are doing amazing in the industry. Like they're everywhere. Huh. Point taken. Mm. And the ones that you do see, Uh which I've noticed, tend to be the more attractive. Or people who aren't really comedians, (sighs) but people perceive them as so because they're attractive guys who have something funny to say. Am I brain farting now? Can you name a gay comedian, please? Joel Creasy. I don't know him. Um, Mario Cantone. Yes. I like Mario Cantone. And he's attractive. Yes. And fit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, that, yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah, so, here's an exclusive for our listeners. Mm-hmm. I have been toying with something for a long time now, which I've told you about before, but I'm going to go public with it and actually fucking do it. I am going to make a documentary about the fact that I feel, as a gay comedian, the more commercially sexy I am the more sellable I will be. Right. Uh, And it's currently called Abs Will Make Me Funny. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, I've been, I've been over the last... Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been speaking with uh, some personal trainers and a few people over the last couple months and lining up some stuff. Once I get back from, from uh, my trip to Sweden and Hungary, I will begin working out. Right. And the the process will take probably a year, but I'm going to chart the process of what happens if I make myself more commercially sellable and do I become more successful as a gay comedian. Right. And what is the difference between me and the Ray Romano type? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So that's what you're going to... That's so... Yeah. So what are you going to do? I'm going to basically work out a lot, eat chicken and broccoli... Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and, and as I start transforming my body, start selling sex more to see if it sells seats. That's uh, very interesting that you should say that because uh, you're making a documentary because I am doing something in September called Sleftember. Uh-huh. 
slap temper because of the Icelandic word a slappa something to skip something or yeah. to get rid of something. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to uh, uh, start. I'm going to. Uh, not drink in for September. the entire month of September, for so we can be there for each other. Yes. Ah. So, with a few exceptions. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm going to Finland. Yeah, of course. Uh, for one weekend. Yeah. I will have to drink there. You don't have a choice because Finland. And uh, then also, uh, my lady super friend, she will have her birthday in September, and you will turn forty. I will drink then. I will, I will, I'm, I'm turned 40 in October. October, yeah. yeah. Um, that will be called Fucktober because I'm going to be fucked up in Fucktober. Yeah. Also, I will drink uh, when I'm uh, uh, having dinner parties and then I will drink red wine. And so will you suddenly have an entire <laughs> month filled with dinner parties? <laughs> and if somebody offers me free cocktails, I will drink them. So those are the four times. <laughs> More except for exceptions, but come on, that means I can't order a beer when I feel like a beer. Uh-huh. I will never drink a beer during this month, even if someone gives you one for free. Instead, well, if of a it's cocktail. an IPA, <laughs> I don't oh, say nay to an IPA. That is hilarious. Uh, but but just to just to let you know, I will be doing video diaries. Mm-hmm. I will be doing process pictures. Mm-hmm. And I will be uh, looking at what it actually takes to be successful as a gay comedian uh, in regards to your physical appearance. Right. So, let the lames begin. Yes. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out, motherfuckers. Did, was lame so horrible pun? No, I liked it. Oh. I think you're still recording. I know. <laughs> Takk fyrir að hlusta.